The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say. But say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child. And children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. British children's author David Lucas writes a very delightful story about a monkey that is as small as a nut named Peanut who has just come into the world. Having not lived through a single day, he becomes very frightened when the evening sky glows red because he thinks the sky's on fire. And then when the evening sky turns dark, he thinks it's the end of time, the end of the world. Then the moment that chaos seems to be taking over his life, something happens. Dawn breaks. Now, Peanut can't believe it. In fact, he says to this beetle next to him, he calls out and he says, Look! The bright light is shining again. Well, we all know it's just another day. For Peanut, it's a whole new chance for life. What was first seen as frightening, what was first seen as the end of the world, turns out, to be a beginning of another chance to joyfully live. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus and the Twelve leave the temple for the last time. And as they leave, Jesus speaks of its destruction. Moments later, four disciples ask him when this will happen. And rather than giving a specific time, Jesus begins to speak about people who are trying to be him, Wars, persecutions because of him. 
and finally families betraying each other. Jesus' description is of things falling apart. From nations to nature, from friendships to family. But in the midst of what seems like the end of the world, Jesus says very profound and important things. In verse 8, he says these are the beginning of birth pains. And in verse 12, he says the indwelling Holy Spirit will be more active than any other time in the disciples' life. And then in verse 13, he'll say that people will believe that these disciples are in league with him. What seems like the end of something because of pain and suffering turns out to be the very means of a new life. The new life will precisely be one empowered by the Holy Spirit and looks so much like Jesus, people will mistake them for him. If not mistaking them for him, definitely knowing that they are trying to be like Jesus. Chaos breaking into order isn't something new. In fact, it's happening all around us right now. If you have not ever lived through a Midwestern calendar year, if you had not ever lived through the four seasons, you might very well believe we're on the brink of natural disaster. All the leaves of the trees have dropped. All your plants are dead. The temperature has fallen to the point where it could kill you. And it seems like night is overtaking the day. Winter very well could be a very frightening picture unless you believe spring will come. And with it, new life and growth. With this hope of spring, winter is actually not simply the end of the year, but the beginning of preparing for the new year. When Jesus describes the chaotic unhinging of the universe, Jesus is describing the crucifixion. When the Son of God is hanging on the cross, the universe is turned upside down. God is in the dock. Creator is at the mercy of the creature. And the more humans assert themselves, the more things become unraveled. And then when Jesus on the cross screams out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We might surmise that things have completely fallen apart. The world has ended and the universe is broken. But in that darkest moment, rather than being the end, it's the beginning of our salvation. Because we believe the resurrection comes. Jesus says, the one who endures to the end will be saved. Jesus is precisely the one who endures to the end. But he does it for us. Jesus has endured to the end and through it begins a new life for us. What this means then in that darkest moment, rather than 
trying to remove the darkness, Jesus tells us that he's precisely with us. He is in it, and he is sustaining us through it. Rather than removing the trials and tribulations, rather than removing the sufferings, Jesus tells us that our new life comes precisely through it. Jesus has gone through the end of the world in order to start something new. Jesus dies so you can live. This new life is where the creator and creature live together because we are made for union with God and for one another. And while it may appear that the world is falling apart, friends and family dividing and turning against each other, national identities diminishing, today Jesus is actually telling us that there is hope for us. While we might not know the final details, we know that spring is coming. That tomorrow will bring a new sunrise and Jesus will rise again and lead us into his kingdom. Jesus shows us that the chaos of the world is not the driving force in our life. But God is. When your world is falling apart because of loss, it seems like you can't even go one more day. And that's when I say, remember Jesus. Now, you might need to repent and suffer the consequences, or you just might need to suffer. But those pains are birth pains, which means they will be enveloped by the joy of new life. Now, this new life might happen today, it might happen tomorrow, it might not happen in this life. But that doesn't change the fact that the indwelling Holy Spirit is more active now than ever. And that you are in league with Jesus. New life for you might have to wait until the resurrection, the final resurrection. But remember, in the final resurrection, you will experience a joy that encompasses any chaos, any loss, any death, with such great light and love that you'll finally have what you hope for, an eternal life with God and with one another. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.